Hello, hello, everyone. I hope you are doing amazingly well. Welcome to my podcast, Little Mind Chats. Minds a little, not our thoughts. I'm your host, Siona Vikram. So far in season six, Little Wise, we've had some very interesting conversations around plastic, plastic toys in particular. We've had a toy expert speak to us about how we could choose to play with sustainable toys. This helps us have fun, save a lot of microplastics from entering into our environment and even minimize the harmful effects of our health. But where exactly can we start living a sustainable life? Is it even a possibility? Anything we set out to buy is made in plastic. How do we start living sustainably? Is it expensive? My guest, I'm proud to say, is at the pinnacle of innovating ways to make every walk of life sustainable. Not for herself, but for all of us too. She's the founder of an amazing company called Brown Living. It's an online site with over 5,000 different products to replace their plastic counterparts. Meet Chaiti Ahuja an environmentalist who practices and walks her talk in everything she does. She became obsessed with studying labels, ingredients and the life cycle of products that we had gotten used to consuming in our daily lives. She was not against the invention or usage of plastics, rather the sheer volume of its production that led to mass disposal and the harmful effect we see affecting our lives today. I can't wait to start talking to her about all the questions I have for her. Welcome to my show, Chaitsi. How are you doing today? I'm doing so well. Thank you so much for that amazing introduction. I don't think anybody has ever put it that way and so eloquently. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome and thank you. So I'm super excited to know more about how you became an environmentalist. I think we're all a little bit environmentalist. I don't have a degree in studying science. I'm actually a commerce graduate, but I think I was always close to, I wanted to stay close to uh, nature mm-hmm. and I found ways to do that. Every every city I moved to, I found a park or a lake nearby. Mm-hmm. I wanted to continue to give back to nature. I did a lot of tree plantations while I was growing up. Ooh. And when I was your age, I actually was best friends with my gardener. So <laughs> I think that's where it all comes from. And I think it's important to continue having this conversation and inspiring more and more people to reduce their waste and keep the trees alive. Yeah, that's so true because trees are so beautiful and so charming and so entertaining. And the green lush color that they possess actually comforts your eyes. Yeah, that's true. So uh, why do you think Brown Living was the most logical step for you? I would say it wasn't logic. I think it was pure uh, emotion that, that led me to build this platform because a lot of people who are into running a business are thinking of profits and how much sales they can do and how many people they can employ. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was thinking more from okay, all of them are thinking about profit. All of them are thinking about how do we grow our business and make our own lives better. Mm-hmm. But nobody is thinking about the environment. And there are a select few people who are doing that. So why don't I 
try to help them grow and use all the learnings that I've had in my career so far to amplify that, if that makes sense. And yeah, so that's how we built a marketplace. I was very clear from the beginning that I didn't want to create another brand that makes products, but how do we, you know, sort of hoist the other guys who are doing the right thing and uh, bring them to the forefront of everything we do and create a level playing field for all sustainable brands. Wow, that's such a nice mindset that you had behind making this amazing, amazing e-commerce site. It's almost like a sustainable Amazon. Yeah, that is our goal, that we want to reach a level where everything you can think of will be available with a plastic-free alternative. That is the goal for sure. Yeah, and you can buy a sustainable house with your your e-commerce site. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. (laughs) So uh, what do you think is the biggest challenge? Is it climate change, like some people say, or plastics or deforestation as others fight? I think people pick their battles. All of them are problems that everybody needs to solve. But it's about how maybe solving one problem can have a bigger impact than solving the others. But uh, sustainable living also tells you about having a holistic mindset. You can't just think of one thing in isolation. And it's also how our world works, right? When when we are living our lives, we're thinking of success in the measure of how much money we make. But what does that money do? That money feeds us food. It gives us clothes. It gives us something to do in the day and feed the mind. So, while it is a very crude way of putting it, but I think everybody needs that one thing that they can hold on to and grow in their life that supports everything else that you need to live a life. So I think for the battle for us is sustainability and we try to do a bit of everything. So we try to support tree plantations and, you know, do afforestation where in areas where there have been disasters of that sort. We also help entrepreneurs and artisans from different communities who are are trying to revive their craft, trying to uh, have ethical and fair wages for employees because a lot of large companies and small as well don't really pay you your fair share of the time and effort you put into building something. Uh, We also look at the plastic problem where we've made a completely plastic-free platform. Anybody who wants to sell with us, if, if they have something that doesn't contain plastic or anything that harms the planet... Mm-hmm. That would include chemicals, that would include chemically created products. We say no to all of that and we only take stuff that is good for the earth and good for the people. Because if we are consuming stuff that is maybe made with chemicals, it's eventually going to enter our water streams, it's going to enter our soil. And all of that brings back food and nutrition to us. So it's very important to think of sustainable living from a holistic point of view. Think of all the things you're using And there's a great learning from this concept called permaculture. And I've recently done a course on it. And permaculture tells you about, you know, for example, you are a farm owner, you're a a farmer and you're trying to start growing organic produce. So you need to start thinking about where your poop is landing and where, you know, what kind of water are you using? Are you using natural fertilizers or not? And all of that is going to add to the richness and the nutrients in the food that you grow on your soil. So, and that's another reason why we're called brown living and not green living, because we look at the soil aspect of every product to be created. And the brown, if it's clean, chemical-free, earth-friendly, it's going to give you produce and nutrients that 
will keep you that way so that's a bit about uh, what we do wow that's so amazing like you not only solve the problems through your platform but you are also giving other people a chance to solve these problems yeah and uh, we're actually doing a lot of work in the community space where we're trying to encourage more and more people like you and me who care about the environment to come forward and think of ideas help them you know set up their own businesses in that way and think holistically and think not just from how much money will i get at the end of the month but think about what kind of impact you can make and that's another concept that to think about which is called the triple bottom line where you don't just look at uh, running a business only from a profit perspective but you look at three things which is people planet and profit and that's a mindset shift again in the business space that we should be looking at on how many people you're impacting whether their lives are improving or not and how are you enriching the planet because we are constantly taking resources from the planet we're constantly taking resources and time from people to feed the profit section of it but how do you sort of give back as much as you take or a little more than what you take that is the end goal of the triple bottom line concept yeah well that makes so much sense the triple bottom line concept yeah so uh, why do you think that india alone we dump 6 million tons of plastic we're a large country and we have a lot of people to feed and we have a lot of people who have high disposable incomes most of them are i think 33% of our population is urban india which actually accounts for 80% of our waste and that's the massive number and if you see rural india up until large fmcg brands you could were able to reach those places up until then our country looked pretty beautiful if you think about it but now that all of these packaged goods have reached the smallest town possible in in the name of growth and disruption and reaching the last mile that's actually ended up creating so much waste because we don't have systems that manage waste properly and we don't have the infrastructure to take care of that waste or dispose it responsibly or recycle it or compost it so i think again coming back to the holistic thought process of when you're creating a product you also need to think about where it's going to end up once the customers or consumers are done using it and when we started using more uh, we started dumping it in in a place where we couldn't see and that's the definition of a landfill or the ocean for that matter and all of that yeah. stuff is now coming back and we are able to see all the trash around us and that's why a lot of us have started thinking about waste very very differently we've started seeing oceans throwing back waste and now you see so many people doing beach cleanups that's because now people can see all the stuff that we've thrown in into a place where we couldn't yeah. see one of the big reasons for me to start this company was when i was at a beach cleanup and i found a packet of milk from about 10 years ago what i don't even know who used it and i found it on the beach when i was digging out crap literally from under the sand Whoa. and that really got me thinking oh my god i know plastic will take 800 years to decompose but i can already see somebody else who would have used this milk you know 10 years ago and it's already waste and it's already leaving microplastics in the ocean and this is the water yeah. that feeds most of our biodiversity and that biodiversity sort of 
gives back to our soil at some point and what are the kind of food we are eating there's also research that tells you that we are eating one credit card worth of plastic every week no way and that's an astounding number we're eating plastic we're eating crap and that's why we have so many deficiencies so much so many lifestyle diseases like it's very common now for people to say oh somebody i know had cancer or has diabetes at a very very young age yeah and all of that is all of that is because we've been consuming stuff that we don't need to consume our bodies are not wired to have chemically induced foods there's mm-hmm. and i'm not to scare you off but like even if you don't consume medicines it's still in your water it's still in your food because if you consume antibiotics and mm-hmm. let's say your mother is sick and she needs to take a medicine and eventually that goes into the water stream because she has to pee and that water it comes back to us in some form and so yeah. everybody today is consuming any kind of chemical it's impossible to get rid of it now we're more in terms of building resilience and mitigating that risk Uh, and reducing as much of of that as we can so we're kind of fighting a war trying to save as many people we have left and that's why we need little young minds like you to help us inspire more people and yeah spread the word yeah thanks and i have quite a few things to say about your answer that when we don't respect nature nature does not respect us in return cuz it needs yeah. its dose of respect doesn't it Yeah. And it's pretty insane that we eat one credit card worth plastic every week. That practically means like 40 pounds of plastic every human consumes in their lifetime. And yeah. the surprising fact is that like as you mentioned, everybody could go, "Oh, I know this person and they have got cancer or diabetes or some sort of deficiency or disease." And uh, it's pretty surprising that 10,000 children in the US alone are diagnosed with cancer every year. Yeah and these are children who are going to be responsible for our future of humanity and mm-hmm. imagine if they are sick what will happen to this world Yeah that is so scary to even think of it <laughs> Yeah I know and I mean not to put too much pressure on your generation but I think you guys are pretty bright and young and inspired and I think you should continue to influence people around you like your parents your elders and make them change the way they live yeah. that's very important it's yeah. not pressure it's team let's make the team wash out all the oh sustainability is expensive oh the plastic thing is more durable than the sustainable thing <laughs> by the way who's going to ever go out and get something sustainable from an e-commerce website or some shop that is miles away from home when you can get a cheap plastic thingy from a shop that is so close to home i agree and i think that's another battle we're trying to fight where we're trying to make these products more accessible to the closest kirana or convenience store that you would have and that would be an amazing world where you have both the bamboo toothbrush and the plastic version next to it and then you see what people pick because now the battle of going all the way out to find that alternative is removed from the equation and once we reach that scale we're also going to be able to work on the pricing bit because it's going to become more affordable because more people would want it and more people would have it i think it will be very interesting to see what happens then if we do this yeah 
I love the idea of biodegradable. So, can you tell us more about the Try Not To Buy Anything challenge that you did for two years? It's four years and counting. Whoa. I haven't bought any new clothes in the last four years. That's amazing. Uh, sometimes when I grew bigger in size, I just borrowed my husband's clothes and I started wearing <laughs> them till I lost the weight. But yeah, I mean, it, it got me thinking and made me creatively think about, we already have so much. We have everything we need and we've had enough for a lifetime worth. And so how do we keep using the same things we have to last longer? Mm-hmm. So also brings you to the perspective of how do you take care of things that you already have to be able to get them to last longer. And durability is another aspect of sustainability that it's not like you buy cheap stuff that will last you maybe one or two uses. And that's another problem with single-use plastic. When you use single-use plastic, you have such a high carbon footprint and high energy consumption for that bag to reach you, but you're discarding it as soon as your coffee cup is over, which yeah. is the problem. There is no problem in using plastic. The problem is we're using it only for one use. If you're able to use it for multiple uses, make it, you know, la- upcycle it into something else and use it for another purpose or give it to somebody who will make more use of it. That's amazing. And that's kind of giving back in a way and not creating new stuff and creating more ways that will keep that 800 year mark going forward, further and further in time. Yeah, single-use plastics seem pretty convenient when you buy them at first, but then, yeah. as in the long run, they become insanely inconvenient. Think of all those landfills when you're <coughs> trying to get your new plastic up next time. Yeah. So I've read on your site that we have to use what we have first and not go about scooping out all the plastic things and replacing them with sustainable ones immediately. Again, coming back to the mindset of how do you make something last longer? That plastic has already gone its journey from getting oil extracted from the ocean to plastic becoming a byproduct of that process of oil extraction and then going to a factory that produces a container from those plastic chips is extremely energy intensive. And if you're only going to, let's say, classic example of Tupperware, everybody has Tupperware in their homes to store food and carry food around and take tiffins from home to office or home to school. If you start thinking of changing your lifestyle into a sustainable one, you don't have to throw that away immediately. Every product has a life cycle and a lifespan. If, for example, if I'm talking about a Tupperware container, if you use it every day consistently, you might be able to use it for two to three years. And if you're really good at maintaining them, you will probably use them for six years. So the thing here is it is plastic. You are using it. Can you extend the life of it till it becomes unusable? Or you, I'm not even saying if you lose the lid, you can still use the container for it, right? So how do you extend the life of products you already have and keep using them till they almost become dysfunctional so that is what i'm talking about over there so even for me i've been on this journey for about five six years now and we still have some amount of plastic in our homes because we it's still in good condition it still serves its purpose and we for the purpose we bought it for and once you are done using that item you make sure that you send Mm -hmm. it to a recycling facility or discard it responsibly where they're able to renew it or 
recycle it and make it into a new thing but at least you're not extracting more resources from the planet extracting more oil making it into plastic and then making it into another container so yeah. that's that's what i mean that is really like it's good to recycle like that's exactly what my little white club is working towards and old plastic bottles that have lost their lids can be reused as ant farms which actually also promotes biodiversity yeah that's pretty amazing Can you advise on how we as children can start making sustainable choices? I would say I mean in today's world it's possible where you use less paper and start to type stuff if you can. You could use a lot of things that are not made with plastic. So toys is a great example which you already gave. You could also start thinking about how do I inspire other people i think that's that's very very interesting when it comes from a child of your age or, and mm-hmm. when you talk to your grandparents or your parents or anywhere you go and you start talking about or asking questions about where does something come from where will it go once we are done using it i think once you start asking those questions you will learn from people and you will also learn about what they think in terms of this product life cycle of of things and that will also get them to think about consumption very differently i think we all need to start changing the way we consume uh, to be able to survive on this planet i think the earth is pretty massive and it has its own ways of restoring its own health we are very very small part of that although we think we own the world but we technically don't the, the ocean is much bigger than all of us combined into 50000 times so my advice to you would be ask questions ask lots of questions stay curious and i love that you're doing this podcast because a lot of those questions will be asked in the conversations you'll have through this and yeah keep inspiring people keep asking questions be curious be that annoying some people call it annoying but i think it's really interesting be the person who always asks questions why is this like this why does it have to be this way can can i find a better way to do it can i find a better material to use can i find mm-hmm. somebody else who can do this better always ask start with why yeah always ask questions cuz curiosity is key and those of you who are listening to this podcast curiosity is key cuz when you ask a question an adult might go oh i never thought about that maybe that could be a possibility let's try it yeah and curiosity also creates curiosity is the mother of creation so you will be able to yeah. create so much more whether it's creating a mindset creating an ideology creating a product creating a service all of that comes from curiosity and curiosity will not kill the cat it will just make the cat grow yeah So last but not least what made you feel like helping my cause of little wise you even offered for eco worries in my club to use their points to shop on your amazing site Yeah I think you're doing some great work and always happy to give back like I mentioned earlier and yeah it's just something that I came from the heart I didn't think about it at all it, it's just mm-hmm. something I would love to do Thank you so much. Cuz sometimes your heart is the best person you need to listen to. Yeah. 
I totally agree. Chaiti, you have a huge fan sitting right here. I'm certainly looking at getting all my friends and contacts to look at how cool an eco-warrior you already are. I'm super inspired and have raised hopes of achieving what I'm set out to do. Thank you so much for being on my show. Thank you so much for having me. It was an amazing conversation. Friends, I really urge you to check out Chaiti's amazing website, brownliving.in, and even follow her on social media. Saving our earth is not a difficult task. It depends on every single choice we make in our daily lives. Like Chaiti says, phase out of plastic few things at a time. As of me and my family, we have stopped accepting plastic bags from vendors and stores. We've replaced things like soap boxes to ceramic ones, laundry basket to cloth ones, and storage boxes to bamboo. It's all possible. So, when you replace your plastic things, bring it into my club. You'll earn points for them, and you'll even shop on UberCoachHC's website, brownliving.in. Just wait until my website is up and running. Well, there's never a dull moment for me in Little Wise. This time, I'm open to meeting you all too. I'll be having a stall at an amazing one-day bazaar being hosted on the rooftop terrace of Hub Bengaluru on Saturday, the 18th of December. It's an event being organized by the Blend community who believe in fashion, food and fiction. It's free to attend. Sounds cool? Come in with your plastic toys and household plastics to help me make an impact too. Let's stand up for what we stand on. That brings us to the end of this episode. Thanks a ton for listening. Bye!